Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 84 of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. We're so glad that you decided to join us today as we continue down the path. Um, we're going to look today um, at the end of Revelation chapter 6. And so this is going to kind of going to try to tie a bow on this section of the book of Revelation. Um, but Derek, we talked on Sunday about... Um, some some heavy subjects, mm-hmm. uh, heavy subjects of, of suffering and um, and difficulty, and so um, th- those kind of things are not fun to hear. <laughs> um, no, they're no. not fun to hear. But um, Scripture is clear that those things that we talked about on Sunday are are a part of the Christian life in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, if you wouldn't mind, maybe give us just a, a little brief recap of. Uh, the, the second half of uh, Revelation 6, but then how how does how does what we hear about this suffering of the saints and stuff, how do, what, what do we learn from that for today? Like, how does that impact us now? Yeah, um, so we talked about the first four seals mm-hmm. last week. This week we talked about the, the fifth and sixth. There's mm-hmm. still a seventh uh, to be to yeah. be discussed. We'll get there eventually. But we get there. <laughs> it's, in, yeah, it's in chapter 8. So, yeah. um, the fifth and the sixth seal. So, what we talked about with the first four is that the refrain that, that is, that is, that begun, you know, in the garden of come Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. um, has only just intensified and got, gotten louder. And so, the kingdom of, of Jesus is coming and has been coming and when it comes it presses against the kingdom of this world the yeah. counterfeit kingdom set up by satan and the powers and principalities of the air mm-hmm. right um and it's a counterfeit kingdom because all he can do is counterfeit yeah. uh, the kingdom of jesus and um that coming kingdom of Jesus is pressing against it. In, in, in my mind, it's kind of an inward out kind of mm-hmm. thing. And so it, that, that, that counterfeit kingdom that surrounds that kingdom is just breaking apart. Yeah. Well, breaking, the breaking apart brings about the judgment. The judgment comes, the enemies flailing against all that. And so we, we talked about that. Well, in seal five being broken and seal six being broken, we see um, how that coming kingdom eventually collides not just presses against but collides with the kingdom that is of this realm and of this earth yeah. and this counterfeit kingdom that, that, that is the the terminology i've used mm-hmm. and when it collides two things happens the saints suffer mm-hmm. and uh, idolatry is dealt with yeah. um, and so and you see that in these two these two seals being broken. Mm-hmm. The first you see crying from underneath the altar, the, the saints whose souls were um, endured martyrdom, mm-hmm. uh, basically. And, uh, you know, some scholars will say that this, this um, them being underneath this altar is, is indicative of, you know, where the blood would, would seep out, out after a sacri- like a, a, a animal sacrifice. Yeah. So these, in a way, these, well, not in just a way. These these martyred Christians, these suffering saints, their difficulty, suffering, and pain, and in some ultimate death, has become a sacrifice mm. um, that is really a pleasing aroma in the, the nostrils of our of our Lord. Yeah. Um, 
And so what we said is that when this coming kingdom collides with the kingdom of this world, we get caught in the crunch too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one author, um, Daryl Johnson, I believe, said that, he says, will Christians avoid this collision? No, unfortunately, we when we are seeking the way of the lamb, we get caught in the crunch. Yeah. That was his terminology uh, that I borrowed from. Um and so I think I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think it makes makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. Um, but we also looked at Paul's view of suffering mm-hmm. a little bit. We looked at Colossians and we we saw you know how he um, viewed uh, viewed that suffering. I'm trying to remember exactly where it was. Colossians one twenty four through twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Paul talks about his sufferings being added to or actually completing the sufferings. Of Christ, and yeah. and there is there is a way in which, when we suffer, and you know I think uh, several scholars they it didn't they didn't take this to mean that like every you know Christian would suffer martyrdom right. necessarily, but but it it was indicative of the suffering that we will all certainly endure. Right. We we will all suffer, but suffer in Paul's mind is not a bad thing. Sure. Um, in John's mind, it's not a bad thing. Uh, in the mind of Christ, it's not a bad thing. It's a sweet aroma in mm-hmm. the nostrils of our Lord. Uh, the suffering of the saints is almost... Um, it is a definite, mm-hmm. and it's almost an imperative. Mm. Like, we will suffer, and we need to suffer. Yeah. Now, that's hard. Sure. That's That's tough. To grapple with because we don't like suffering. Right. We avoid it. We uh, we don't want um, to experience loss. We don't want to experience um, uh, persecution for our faith. We don't want to mm-hmm. uh, experience suffering in any way. Um, um, but God uses suffering in a yeah. unique way that if we don't experience it, we don't fully experience what he has for us to experience mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh I, go for it you well, got a question? i was gonna say i i think I, I agree with you um not i think i agree with you i know i agree with you but what i was gonna say is that i i um you know i've experienced minor suffering in my life for 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 those for things just in my walk with christ and um and i think that um God uses times of suffering in our life to grow us. Um, I think I think I want to use the term God. God uses suffering to grow us exponentially. Whereas, you know, I feel like I learned some things about my relationship with God through some times of suffering that I probably would have gotten to eventually. Mm-hmm. But I got there a lot quicker mm-hmm. by going through some times of suffering. And um, and and it, as counterintuitive as it sounds, um, I don't. I, I think you were going to get to this, but. But, you know, there's several places in Scripture where it says that we should rejoice in our suffering mm-hmm. or, or count it all joy when you face trials, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the same kind of idea. Oh, yeah. That that it's it's a good thing for us to suffer because it grows us into mm-hmm. uh, a, a deeper follower of Christ. It helps us to understand a little better um, who, our, who our Savior is. And, um, and so, well, I don't, I think it, I don't think that, I don't think that scripture advocates for us to have this masochistic 
mentality where we seek out suffering. No, no. But when it comes, instead of fleeing from it, let's embrace it and say, God, I, I, I don't like this, but... I believe you've brought it to me for a reason. Help, mm-hmm. help me to learn through this. Yeah. Help me to grow through this. Um, and that's that's hard. Like let's not mm-hmm. let's let's not uh, sugarcoat it. It's hard. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's why in Revelation chapter six, you know, there's there's this suffering that's happening, and and I think that those saints who who have been martyred, I, I like to think that they have an understanding of the the benefit of suffering, but even still, they say, "How long, God?" Yeah. How how long do we have to go through this? Yeah. How long until we're avenged? Yeah. yeah. How long until this is over and we're avenged yeah. and you make this right and, um, and so I think it's that there's this weird tension mm-hmm. that's there and let's be honest we we don't like tension no as no. as human beings we don't like it especially Westerners we we Absolutely. want it just all buttoned up yeah. tied in a bow absolutely. And, you know, your life's going to be great mm-hmm. and, you know, you can live your life, best life now. And, you you know, yeah. that's why the prosperity gospel is uh, very yeah, so popular, uh, tantalizing because it's like, well, I, I follow God and I have faith and I'm going to get millions of dollars mm-hmm. in my own jet and, you know, all yeah. this different stuff. And it's just not, that's not what the Bible teaches, no. man. That's not, not at all what the Bible that's teaches. That's not what yeah. Paul would say. Paul would roll around his proverbial grave knowing yeah. that that's being preached uh, today. Yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree with you. I think that. I think that it's it's hard. Um, this is this is the the beauty of preaching through a book verse by verse is that you have to wrestle with things oh, like you this. Have to, yeah. But it's also the difficulty of preaching through books verse by verse because you get to this and go, what what am I supposed to do what, with this? What do I do with this? <laughs> what do I do with this? How yeah. do I encourage the yeah. people today? Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, I, I think a couple of things, a couple of analogies. One is from scripture, um, from the Old Testament. Joseph, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we've recently read through that in our D group, uh, talked about it, and it was impactful, and it, it, it correlates. Uh, I think we mentioned it last week. So. Mm-hmm. But, you know, <laughs> he gets this word from the Lord, right? Yeah. That he's going to, you know, everyone in his family is going to bow down to him, mm-hmm. right? But he had no idea what that was going to mean. Right. Right? And it wasn't until he went through the suffering. It's almost like he had to go through the suffering he went through, the yeah, afflictions. To understand the vision. To become a prisoner, to become sold into slavery, to become um, you know, uh, uh, afflicted accused. in all these yeah. situations of falsely accused. Mm-hmm. And it was like through those situations he realized, oh, God, you, you used all those things to bring me to this place that I never would have gotten to. Yeah. Um, had I not gone through those. And yeah. so I'll praise you still, and I won't hold it against my brothers because what man intended for evil, God intended for good. And, mm-hmm. and th- it's hard for us to understand that because we, we want to we'll say, well, God's causing all this, and how could he do that? No, 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 no. God is using the afflictions we are going through because mm-hmm. we're crunching into the world, yeah. right? This world is crunching into us. He uses those afflictions in his own way to bring about things that we can, can never imagine. Yeah. The second analogy... It's a little more silly, but but something I've experienced lately. Um, you know, we we say we don't like suffering, and and I'm I don't. Well, that's that's, and I don't I don't like discipline, right? Mm. So um, I don't know many people that do. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it takes discipline to bring about something in your life that you cannot accomplish in any other way. Yeah. I, I've learned this most recently. We joined CrossFit, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. I'll, today I will go and torture myself is what I say. I'm, I've got to go <laughs> yeah. torture myself. Um, it's painful. It hurts. Like my arm 
<laughs> my arm hurt has been hurting for days, you know, mm-hmm. because muscles and tendons are being used that weren't before. Right. But what I have found is I kind of <clears> like <throat> it. I don't want to go do it. I dread it every <laughs> right. day. Every time, you know, I, I dread it on the front end yeah. uh, most of the time. But by the time I go and actually <clears throat> inflict pain upon myself, yeah. I suffer if you, in a way. Uh, I discipline myself to go do this. And then, like, someone will ask me after the workout, hey, how you feeling? And I'm like, well, give me five minutes because right now it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. But, like, in five minutes, like, I feel really good. I have, like, energy I don't normally have. You know, yeah. I've, I, so that pain has produced something good in me. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have gotten that good feeling had I not inflicted that pain. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And yeah. I think that correlates to what we're talking about here and really – Anything in life, if we want to be disciplined, you know, you, you're you are in a um, the highest mm-hmm. education, academic discipline you can put yourself in. It's called often called a discipline, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, why? Because you are you are inflicting uh, academic pain upon yourself <laughs> yeah. daily, right? Yeah. Mental just, mental str- suffering. We yeah. were just talking about what you've got to do just to be prepared for next week. Yeah. So and and. I went through a, you know a program recently too where I had to do that. And, yeah. But at the end of it, it's very rewarding. Right. And you wouldn't be where you are had you not inflicted that pain upon yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing is true of our spiritual lives: is that God uses the afflictions we go through mm-hmm. to produce something in us. I, I, Paul says it really, really well in chapter five of Romans. Mm-hmm. Therefore, since we verse one, since we have been declared righteous by faith we have peace mm. with God through our Lord Jesus Christ so I think I think that's important like at the end of the day we have peace with Jesus yeah we have peace with the kingdom of Christ we have peace with the coming one yeah um, that's good yeah which I think that's a huge perspective shifter I it think, is for us because it doesn't become that you're then you're able to look at whatever what we're about to read about you're able to look at the discipline, the suffering you go through, not as God is doing this to me, but as God is allowing this so as to grow me into yeah. who he wants me to be. But at the end of the day, we already have peace. We already Absolutely. have those things. Paul's getting them ready. Mm-hmm. Hey, you you have the best thing you could ever have. Right. Peace with God. Yeah. Peace with God. You have this eternal reward, this eternal mm-hmm. thing that is, that is yours already. Right. Right. We have also obtained access through him by faith into his grace mm. in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, right? Mm-hmm. Those are beautiful things. Yeah. And we have those. As Christians, we all have those. Yeah. The saints at the bottom of the altar who said, how long, Lord, until you avenge us? They have these things, yeah. right? Yeah. Then he says, verse 3, and not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions. hmm Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm cool with the peace. I'm cool with the grace. I'm cool with God and our Lord Jesus Christ and yeah. access to him. But back up on the affliction part, right? Yeah. Paul's saying what we've already said. We rejoice in our afflictions yeah. because we know, we know, affliction produces something. Yeah. Affliction produces endurance. Mm-hmm. Endurance produces proven character. Proven character produces hope. Mm-hmm. This hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. who was given to us. And so what we see in Revelation Revelation 6, yeah, we're, we, we will all, 
the comfort that, that Jesus gives these saints as they're saying, how long will Lord? He's like, listen, I'm going to give you a white robe. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to clothe you in righteousness. Yeah. In my righteousness, they were already clothed in that, but he's reminding them of what they were clothed in, what they have. These things Paul already said. And then he's saying, you got to wait a little bit longer because more people have to join you yeah. in your afflictions. Yeah. And I think, too, this this just this just popped in my head. So they, they trust in this hope mm-hmm. that they have because they don't say, the, the saints are not saying, God will you avenge us? When will God will God yeah. will you make this right? But when will you make yeah. this right? We know you're going to make it right. Well, the, when's they, that going to happen? They had the hope because they gave their lives for it. Absolutely, right. They Absolutely. were willing to endure the suffering. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of it, they're like, "Okay, we did that, but how long? How long till you yeah. avenge us?" And uh, and then what we talked about on Sunday is that you know it's not complete because. As Paul said in Colossians, we we are adding to it by telling the world mm-hmm. who he is and pointing them to the kingdom of Christ. Yeah. And more people have to enter that, and it's our job to do that. So more people will die because more people are being afflicted yeah. for the sake of the gospel. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's why he tarries, and that's why how long, O Lord, he has he not, because more people still are yet to enter the, mm-hmm. the, the kingdom. Yeah. Um, and then the... the yeah, um, the sixth seal. We we talked about the affliction and the pain that and the and the the judgment that takes place over those who are too. I call them idolaters. Those ones idolizing, making an idol out of the kingdom of this earth, mm-hmm. and and they would basically what you see in that at the end is that the the kings of the earth it says and all these different people are calling for the mountains to fall on them and yeah. kill them because they would rather die in their idolatry than give themselves over to the the, the kingdom, kingdom of the God. land. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. uh idolatry will always lead us to ultimate destruction. Yeah. And uh, when these kingdoms will collide ultimately and finally uh may we not be found in the number of those ready to take our judgment than to receive yeah. what the kingdom of life has to offer. All these hope, the, all these things Paul said, the, yeah. the hope of of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's powerful stuff. It, it, it really helps to, to shape our perspective, though, on, mm-hmm. on all of life's circumstances mm-hmm. uh, as a follower of Christ that... Um, Knowing that not not if difficulty comes, mm-hmm. but when difficulty comes, God can use it, uh, yeah. and He does use it to uh, to grow us into the people that He's created us to mm-hmm. be. It's an important thing to remember. Yeah. Well, this is where we'd love to discuss it with you. Um, what what is God? What is God uh, doing in your life to help produce endurance? To help produce character to produce hope in you through the sufferings that we face in this life as followers of Jesus. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at the path at lafayettefirst.life or you can comment right on this YouTube video. Um, This is something that we have to help encourage each other in. This is not something that, um, which I think is the beauty of the Christian walk is that we are adopted into this family, that we have a community Mm -hmm. where we can encourage each other uh, as we face difficult things. Yeah, Uh, the the Bible tells us we literally carry one another's burdens. Yeah. And and we carry each other's sufferings. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we help each other in that. Yeah. Don't don't think that you have to face it on your own because, mm-hmm. quite honestly, you can't and I can't. No, we, we need each other. We need each other 
Um, and so it's, it's important to remember that. I do want to let you know quickly that um, we're going to take a little break uh, from the PATH podcast for a little bit, just a summer break to kind of re, um, reorganize and, and, and uh, come back strong later on in the summer. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but we hope that you uh, will continue down the path with us, that even though we're going to take a break, we'll still come back. Um, we'll jump back into some other passages of Scripture. And eventually, at some point in the future, we will finish the book of Revelation. We'll get all the way through it. It's going to be great. So, um, but until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we hope that you will join us as we continue down the path.